All right, all right, all right. It's nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock. Henry cut the beat. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it so bad. Just go ahead and drop that tape. No, go ahead and drop that I, might tape. Drop a, I might drop a cuss word. That ain't going to be good for the platform. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's already labeled you know? explicit. It's all right. Oh, Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Trucking Breakfast Club. Y'all know we are so excited to, well, I speak for me. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to talk to you all this morning. Um, this, I feel, is going to be another great topic. This week, we still coming with the heat. We talked about hot shots. Yesterday, we talked about giving second chances and not just to, you know, um, felons and different things like that but also those who have maybe been through drug and alcohol substance abuse or um, second chance if they were a driver and something happened, figuring out how to give them a second chance and different things like that. So that was a really, really good conversation. But today, we got to put on for the women. And Brie actually inspired this topic, which she probably doesn't even know that, but... um, I'm so happy that she's actually awake and able to be here today because she had to go recover my truck. So super excited that she's here with us. I can't wait to hear what all the women have to say. Now, if you are a woman in trucking and you are able to come up and say something, whether it be shouting yourself out, giving us a little bit of a testimony, how you got in, how you stay in, um, any questions that you might have, any advice that you might need, any inspiration that you could get. If you are not at work and you're choosing to be quiet and don't want to come up, I'm pinging you up here. And if you reject me, I'm going to be all in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely want like, to hear those stories about how, yes. how women got started. Cause it's, I, I love all the stories because a lot of the times they coming in and they're just hungry and they're like helping, you know, their, their husband or boyfriend at the time. And it's like, right. it's, that, it's a lot of family vibes, mostly in the trucking industry, trucking and logistics. Exactly. It's like, Hey, we're going to get it together. We're going to make sure nobody's raping you. I'm going to make sure you're taken care of while you're on the road yep, or you the have to the security. Yeah. Mm-hmm, or it's two people going on the road together. Like I just met somebody, they had a, they had a bus, which is kind of cool. But they, they was like, nah, we're getting our CDLs together and we're doing team driving. I'm like, man, that's that's awesome, you know? Yeah, Bri and her fiancé are in my truck right now. So, yeah, 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 we're going to touch on all that. We're going to touch on all that. Let's let everyone say good morning. Bri, we'll start with you. Good morning, family. Good morning. Um, I'm Bri, based out of Atlanta. I'm a freight broker, um, owner of Carter & Brooks Logistics, and can't wait to tap into this topic. Go ahead, Henry. How you doing? How you doing? This is Henry from Raleigh, North Carolina, small carrier, you know, hub certified. And I use my marketing and media talents to grow my logistics business. And the boy is talented. Okay. Well, thank you. you Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) The boy good. The boy real good. (laughs) (laughs) Section chocolate. Real good. <laughs> All right. My name is Keisha. I'm owner and operator. See, y'all, I say love Keisha, but y'all family. So my name is Keisha. Owner. My name is Keisha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me jiggle out now. But anyway. <laughs> my name is Lakeisha. I'm owner and operator of the Dispatch Hub. Um, I currently service um I specialize actually in hot shots and flatbeds. Um, I run the dispatch hub 
Uh, we're working on something great in major. I um, have already one hotshot agent. I might need another one. I think I'm going to need another one. Uh, we do dispatching training, foundation training. Um, I want you guys to know foundation training, foundation training. Um, this training, look, don't get my mind going because I start advertising. Right, right, right. It's foundations. I just want you dispatchers to know you need to tap in your specialties. Coming soon. Anyway, uh, I'm here for I'm here for all all this today because women in trucking are behind. Are we we're in front, but actually behind in front, behind in front. Y'all just don't know. I can't get ready. I can't wait to get into this. All right, go ahead, Elena. Good morning, everyone. My name is Delana. I'm from the Central Florida area, and I um, am the am the owner of Prestige Financial Services Group where I do tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping. I do specialize in the transportation industry. Um, I also help with business formation. Um, and also, shout out to Henry. Ooh, he is awesome. Ooh. And um, I have him working on a project. And so um, he was approved by the board yesterday. And so he got the contract. I'm so excited. Yeah, Henry! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, so yeah, again, I think I'm gonna hire two more people because, you know, I think it's about to get, get crazy and it's not it just is. the media. It ain't stuff, about but... to get crazy. You got the power of your tongue. I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta speak that thing. And look, yeah. all this happening for all of us in literally like two and a half, three and a half months. So that's amazing. Y'all. Nah, but, but even and that, that stuff. Thing, that's... What, what you pray for Henry, you gonna handle yeah. Oh yeah, but it's even more than that because even like Kelsey's been trying to get me to do some stuff, and she shouted out a couple of times, and I wasn't ready. So there's there's a hiring just for that. That's about to happen. So I don't want to speak speak upon it yet, but yeah, there's there's like stuff happening. So yeah, it's it's all good, you know. And just I appreciate know it. it's going down. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely appreciate <laughs> the network. I appreciate everybody on the platform. You know, Desi Desi for introducing me, and everybody just being professional and bringing each other up. Like you know, I love it. So yeah, I just make sure that I, you know, bring my talents where I can. Absolutely, absolutely. Papa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you had to pray, Papa. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I love seeing the plans come together for everybody. I love seeing our team win, man. Um actually I was bothered by something, man. I, I when um I went on the Hustles Club yesterday and they be like, Desi, quit saying you small. But I mean, I'm humbled by so many possibilities. Like we tapping into the possibilities in transportation. So I made a step or two, but I'm like, I got so much more work to do. That's why I can't never talk big. I, I see big things happening, you know, in our tribe, in my life. But, man, I ain't there yet. I'm going to get there, though. I don't know. You, you ain't small. What do you feel like you still have to do, Desi? What are some things that you feel like you still got to do? Man, I want the contracts. I want the real, the bag bag, not no play bag. Yeah. I want the, you know, man, it's just... I just want so much. You know, I don't be talking down on nothing. It's just this a trillion dollar industry. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm only touching thousands of it, man, I got work to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just I speak with a lot of humility. 
I'm thankful for everything and everybody, you know, but yeah, but it's time man, to level it's, up. It's time to level up. Like you it's level up time. And that's what I be thinking about. That's yeah. that's yeah. yeah. I mean, but but it's good that you got that vision past where you at, but you can't minimize where you at though too, because you you yeah. have equipment. You got equipment, you got employees, like you you like I'm a small carrier. You're not a small carrier. You know. I am a small carrier. I'm trying to get to that next level, Bruh, We'll get. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll see about it, and it's gonna happen. But I mean, yeah, that bothered me yesterday. I was like, damn, I, am I thinking wrong? But yeah, anyway. Well, what, good what morning. Exactly what said that had you thinking? No, no, it ain't bother. It, it, they just be pumping me up, and I'm like, yeah. I be I be talking it down. I'm like, no, it ain't there yet. It's coming. You know, and y'all even speak it, but I'm like, hey, let's get it. Anyway, and that's, I that's, that's nothing morning. I appreciate. Everybody's <laughs> bringing everybody up. Like, nobody's trying to down anybody. Even in, in some some of the other rooms, I'm going to speak on all of them. But most of the time, everybody we associate with, everybody's positive amongst everybody else and providing yeah. value to help people grow, you know. Absolutely. So that's one of the best things that, you know, being in the rooms that we're in and associating with the people we associate with. I ain't going to lie, though. Last night, I was listening in, too, Des. You know, I had to hop up there and say, hey, but... Justin said, y'all over here fighting over Uber freight loads. And I was like, oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. And they make me think so much bigger, man. They they make me think so much bigger, man. And um, I get a shout out. You know, man, it's so cool to, like, network with people in other rooms. Yeah. You know, it, we're not confined to no room. We got love no. for everybody in the Don't industry. Don't follow all the rooms you know? that resonate with you. Yeah. yeah that's definitely, we, definitely. That's because, you know, we come out in the morning for a reason. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We break the ice. We break the ice. Oh, here go his. Here go his chat No, nah, my phone. My phone. Yeah, that boost mobile hard, baby. <laughs> boost mobile hard. I'm trying to get on. <laughs> anyway, man, I love y'all. Let's get it. Love you too. Let's get a good day going. As you all know, my name is Kelsey. I am one of the hosts of the Trucking Breakfast Club, as you know. Um, and I am a small. I'm, a, I'm a, well, Henry. If he think he is small, we super small. <laughs> we super small carriers out of Atlanta. Um, but I also specialize in compliance and back office for trucking companies. Um, yeah, that's me. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know where to find me if you need to find me. Um, and let's get into this topic. Who do I want to start with? Who do I want to start with? Let's start with Bree. Hey, Bree. Yes. I was about to call your government name. I was like, how you gonna start with me? You know, who <laughs> you wanna start with? No, 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 no. Me and Henry flipping the strip today. Okay, we starting with the four Jay, power. Yeah, we starting with the four power sisters on the stage and then we'll go with the rest of them. Me and Henry run driving today. How about that? I love it. Go ahead. Um, money bag, money girl. Let's go. Let's go, money girl. Talk about your, your journey in this industry. Um, okay, so for me, I started um, a couple years ago with my older brother. He was in the um, industry. He had trucks. And so um, he asked me to just come on and help him with the office, um, you know, just running the office and submitting the bill of lading and all that kind of stuff. So um, that was how I got introduced to it. And so I really liked it. Um, and like I said, he kept it for going for a while. Um, and then he shut it down because um, of some personal things he had going on. Um, and But I always had an interest in it. And I always wanted to get into it. And every year I would say, okay, I'm going to, you know, invest in getting me a truck. And something would always come up. Something always came up. And so um, two years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it no matter what. And then again, something came up. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Maybe it's just not meant 
Um, and then at the end of the year last year, something piqued my interest again. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to get into the trucking industry. So um, I said, I'm going to go ahead and start getting everything in order so that I can purchase me a truck. And then I had a family member who has um, a trucking company. They came to me about a brokering position that they had, and they wanted to teach me everything about the trucking industry um, because they kind of wanted to take a step back from running the day-to-day -day options, uh, operations or whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. But then um, they had someone else also interested in the position. And since he, he was experienced, they went ahead and went with him, which I was okay with because I told them my busy season is about to come up. So that would be a lot to take on. So, um, and then when we started our room, of course it, started out as just networking, but then it quickly turned into the whole transportation thing. Um, and then I have lots of clients also in the transportation industry. And so, like I said, that's what always kept my um, interest going. So I am so excited. Um, I just feel like at this point in my life, I'm really ready because I have really done the research. I have the knowledge and then I have my tribe um, that also, you know, that is going to be able to help me and provide support and all of that. So I feel like at this time is why I'm ready um, to get in now. So I'm excited for all the things that's happening. Um, and I feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason. So before it wasn't time for me, but now it definitely is. Now with, with you being a woman in the industry, like getting into the industry and learning about the industry, did you, did you run across any barriers or hurdles just cause you was a woman? I'm sorry, I was ordering my coffee. Um, <laughs> uh, as far as barriers, not really, I guess. Um, do you think, uh, do you I think it, like with your family and stuff, did that help like you not having to worry about those barriers as much? Well, yes, because um, I do have my tribe and everything and also my family that is um, in it. So yes, I do feel like that helped with the barriers um, because I do know that there are some I just haven't experienced. Sorry, Akata, what'd you say? She muted her phone. She probably was still ordering her coffee. <laughs> That's all right. We come back to you. So Bree, I know, I know you riding. Now, what got you started in the industry? Um... I just was, uh, I just jumped off the porch as far as getting in the truck industry. I was uh, loading, I was work, working in the warehouse and I was a high load driver loading in the trucks. So it was enough truck drivers coming in there pretty much convincing me uh, what they pay and they freedom to go ahead and just get out there and try it and do it. So that's kind of how I, I, I got in the truck industry. I really didn't have no family doing there or nothing, but I did find out later on. I got a cousin, he was trucking a year before me. And then I had a cousin in Atlanta that done, who has two trucking companies um, and got a couple trucks. Now with, now with you getting in, now what, what do you feel like there was any hurdles to you being a woman and especially being a driver? Did you feel like you was treated any different you being a woman in the industry? Um, of course, I mean, when I was in school, my first trainer, he uh, made me feel uncomfortable. Um, not just because I'm a woman, but because I'm also a lesbian. 
Um, and he pretty much was trying to convince me men was the way to go. <laughs> and, I, you know, respectfully, I just tried to ignore him. Um, you know, I had two weeks on that truck and I pretty much ignored him. Um, I got down to like 10 days. I was 10 days in. Uh, so I only had like three or four days left. And um, I remember, you know, we was in the mountains and I had just finished my shift and uh, he was, it was his turn. And I had my phone in my hand, but he was talking. And I remember him reaching over um, to me, like trying to take, I didn't know what he was reaching for, but I slapped him while he was driving. <laughs> like, it was like a <laughs> reflex more like, you know, it was a, it was a reflex, but you know, then I, I spazzed out. He's like, what are you reaching over here for? And he was like, you on your phone? I'm like, it ain't no crime for me to be on my phone. I just got off work. Like, I just started going crazy. I would just tell them, like, I'm tired of the, the you know, the little slick comments on the low. I told them it was sexual harassment. Like, I said, I've been just trying to do what I need to do so I can get out this truck with But I can't take it no more. I pretty much called the company. The, and this was CRSC, so I really don't care for this company. Y'all got to go somewhere else if y'all want to check the company. I did not. I do not push for them. I actually push against them. But I told uh told them they did they tried to convince me to stay on they said you got three days left. Can you just stick it out? I said, No, I can't stick it out when a man this man in here told me he need to stick something. Like, you know, like it was just crazy. It was just a lot. And I just I could it it was building up already. Um, so I just I just spazzed out. I told him, I said, Y'all get me off this truck. When he get off this truck to get his bathroom, I'm gonna take his truck and I'm out of here. <laughs> um, so I end up quitting. They end up getting me out the truck, but I end up quitting. And they hired me back a few months later, and they put me with a guy. And uh, he was a white guy. He was the coolest guy ever. You know what I mean? Um, very respectful. Um, you know, I was his first student because he was new to the company. But he he did straight trucks, so he didn't teach me how to back up. But he taught me all the signs of the road. He taught me everything, the ins and outs. Um, you know, it's so, you know, in this industry, it is that male dominant and you got to be careful. Um, you know, like it's a lot of stuff. You got to make sure when you wake up in the morning, doesn't matter if you're a male or you're a woman. I mean, you know, yeah, female or male. Do your uh, you back cutting out a little bit. May have to come back to Bree. But I just want to point out, it's so impressive that Bree's 26. Whoa. I remember. Yeah, Bree's young. Go ahead, Bree, if you're back. Bree, your phone had cut out. Just come back to her, Desi. Yeah, definitely. Lakeisha, Lakeisha's a veteran. Lakeisha's been in the game a long time. Tell us about your journey, Lakeisha. Um, I do go to the truck stops. Um... I, I, I keep I that tool. I keep that tool on me. Bree, wait, Bree, wait, Bree, wait, Bree. You cut all the way. No, you cut all the way out. The last thing that we heard was the guy was teaching you the signs of the road, and he taught you everything. Really? Yes, girl. You cut all the way out. Oh Lord. Okay, so yeah, he he was a good trainer. He taught me the signs of the road, or like everything I need to know about the road. Like if I go under a bridge and it's wet, like. All the little things I needed to know. Um, and I was just saying, like, you know, being a woman, you definitely want to be protected out here. Um, you know, even if it's your trainer or you, it's your first year on the road by yourself. 
or you with a team and the person is a complete stranger that you teaming with. Um, uh, I was saying like in this, these uh, cities, you want to make, I mean, you know, wherever you go, you want to make sure you're doing your pre-trip um, because people pull fifth wheels in the middle of the night. People mess with your freight, like, you know, been and broke your seal, like all kind of little things. So you just want to make sure you, you double checking because, you know, people watch the truck stops, you know, they can see you when you come in They see if you black, white, you know what I'm saying? Like it, that's this is a man, woman. So I don't have any experience um, where I had somebody pull on my doors in the middle of the night and I got up and I had like three males outside the door. And I was working for a company called uh, Transam. And I was in this slow, uh, it's not, not international, Jesus. I was in this slow automatic. And I just remember starting the truck up <laughs> and hauling, just hauling up out of there. Um, like hurrying up and getting in my truck and I was dipping. I went to the next, I went like 15 miles to a rest area. Um, but yeah, people check your doors. You got the lot lizards. Yeah. And then with me, I keep the Thule on me. Like, and y'all know what a Thule is. Yeah. Don't, say Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, no, I'm not. But, you know, I keep that on me because it's just like, you know, I don't been through little things on the road. And it, it's real. You know what I mean? So I don't, before I be sitting up here looking like the next victim, I'm going to fight for mine. You know I think I mean? that's... So, I think that's crazy that um, they really like sit there and watch truck stops. I mean, I could imagine, oh, but yeah. that is crazy. Especially in them small towns, I'm sure that they do that. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Now, even with going through something. all that, what, what, what kind of kept you going in logistics, even with going through that? Like, what, what kept you moving forward? Because you even moved forward past, you know, being a driver and going to being a broker. So, what like kept you going, even with going through those things in the beginning? What kept me as a driver is I was I found something I was good at. <laughs> I know that's not crazy, but I found I found I found something that like I was really good at. Uh, that was it 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 became a passion. Um, I love I like truck trucking opened up a lot of doors for me. Like I, you know I did like little vacations here and there, but I love to travel now. Uh, I don't been to all forty eight states. Um, and I still got like a few things I want to knock down on my list. So traveling is one. Um, and then as far as like even transitioning, it just made me, this, this industry just made me want to grow as a person, uh, you know, cause it's, it's a lot to the industry. You don't have to just be a driver. You don't have to be just the owner of a truck. You could be a broker. You could be a dispatcher, you know, you could, you could open up a, ma- a mechanic shop. Like, you know how much people pay? for you know and, and you know for fuel and uh maintenance Dude, i know how much we pay that's the yeah that's the two <laughs> highest costs you know what i'm saying that's the two highest costs that you're gonna deal with for you know the open insurance you know what i'm saying those three things so um i don't know i just i really fell in love with it i tell people it saved my life not so much of you know it just saved my life as far as like me i didn't think i would ever find something i would love to do and the trucking industry, I just be fascinated with it. And I love helping people and pushing people. I think I convinced everybody in my family and my friends at one point to become a truck driver and get in the trucking industry. <laughs> That's dope. That's a great story right there. Let me let me just add on and give her her flowers. Bree's 26 years old, and she's an influencer at 26 years old. 
And I mean, that's that's amazing to me. I talked to a lady yesterday that had 32 years in the industry. I hope she comes on today. But I mean, it's just, hey, man, the passion and the determination, definitely tools you need to you know sustain and maintain in this industry. And just for the record, Bree, um, when I was doing the cross country, going to Idaho, Wyoming, Adrian and I talk about it all the time, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, there were some places I didn't get out of the truck at. Just know that. So <laughs> I know it's definitely, definitely twice as dangerous for a female. So definitely you got to watch your back out there. And um, I salute you. Lakeisha, what's up? She booking them loads. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Tell us about your journey. We heard about you when Junior start. Come on with it. Um, that was really my start. Um, I'm I was dental. I did. I kind of jumped in between. Uh, I'm a I, like I told y'all the other day. I'm a country girl. I know how to drive a truck. I know how to back in a trailer. I got all of that. I got all of that from the military, and I got all of that from your granddaddies and your grandpas and all that. I got all of that. So um, I, I kind of just grew in the trucking industry. Right now, my main thing is um, advancing. I love dispatching, but I also want to be a hub. I want to be, I want to dis, I want to help others dispatch out. And that's not just like courses. That's, it's, it's totally something different. So when we talk about women in trucking, my first priority, well, I'm a woman myself. So, you know, that's what I resonate to is other women in the industry. And I like, I like that we can have a sisterhood in the trucking industry. Like um, people, it doesn't get catty in here either, you know, in the trucking industry with between women, either you're going to do it or you're not, you know, we're going to help each other or we're not, but it's no bad blood. That's what I love about this industry. It's not like dental. It's not like, um, you know, chatty uh, offices. And that's why I'm here to stay because the trucking industry is not going anywhere. Transportation is not going anywhere. Um, I learned that during COVID when the dental office was down. Everything was closed, but the trucking industry. So, um, you know, how I got in, I got in, I got pushed in, I got pushed in and I, I can't get pushed out. That's all. That grit and determination. I love it. Just in the three people we've talked about, we've talked about finance, turn um, owner. Um, we've talked about driver turn broker. We've talked about dispatcher turn dispatcher hub. You're not trying to become one. You are one, Lakeisha. You are a gateway for a lot of people trying to enter the industry. You are an educator um, on the industry. And um, you're here to stay. You've, you've cemented yourself in the industry. Last but not least, let's um, talk to Kelsey. We know oh, about your Lord. journey, but talk to us about it. This journey been hard. <laughs> um, it's been really difficult just because I don't per se, the only person that I would that I know of that's not an actual corporation that I could consider someone like, you know, if you like on our trucking company side, I could call Desi, I could call Bree, I could call Keisha Henry, you know what I'm saying? I could call a lot of people to get advice or loads or anything, but on this compliance side. I really can't call that many people. A lot of people don't know too much about it. And I don't want to say it's like the big thing in trucking that not that many people know about. And so my overall 100% complete goal is to have the number one woman black owned um, compliance company in the country 
for in trucking. That's my one. That's my ultimate goal. That's what I think about every single day when I do what I do. So, um, and just honestly, the reason why I got into the compliance side was we went through a lot with our company, um, just things that we didn't know. Because when I say we was green, we was green, green. We was <laughs> we was highlighter green. We didn't know anything. And so once I got over to the compliance side, I'm like, OK, that's why this is happening. That's why this is happening. I'm like, oh, we got a ticket, but we didn't send this in. So maybe that's why we keep on getting stopped and. Um, you know, little things like that. And then once I started talking to other people, I really realized that a lot of people do not know this stuff. Like they just jump in. They just think it's cool to jump in. They see all these ads on Instagram, all these ads on Facebook. And they're like, oh, I can do this. It's easy. I can make six figures dispatching from my house. I can do. But you don't know that. You know, if your driver has a, just for example, a trailer light out, they get pulled over, get put out of service. That's going to mess everybody's money up. You know what I'm saying? So they don't know that they need to keep certain documents in their truck and they don't know that they need to even be doing drug and alcohol tests, you know, just little things like that. So like I've been saying from the beginning. I'm a small carrier. I'm an advocate for small carriers. I'll go talk to anybody about a small carrier if they try to say that they're doing something and I know that they're not doing it or if they need help with something. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very um, I think one reason why I do like trucking is it is a service based industry and I'm all about serving other people. So that's that on that. Let me let me point a couple of things out. <clears throat> Just some common things. Like Keisha knows how to drive. I joke with Kelsey all the time about she's like, I'm thinking about getting my CDL. And she weighs all about a buck oh five. So I laugh, like, yeah, I can see you out there uh, whipping that thing. But Bree's Bree's smiling, Bree whips it. She and I made a road trip together, so I know she can handle it. And Kelsey can too. Size don't matter. It's really the determination and um drive you have. But um, she's definitely found her niche. And that's saying to everybody in the audience, you know, just find your niche in the industry. It's a million things to do. Um, find your skills. Just like Kelsey, if you had somebody holding your hand and walking you through versus having to learn and do everything yourself, you wouldn't be as proficient at compliance as you are. You know what I mean? Keish, if you just mm-hmm. stayed in your comfort zone, you wouldn't have a hub. You, you know, still be you still be doing your thing. You be like a solopreneur versus a true entrepreneur and educator. You know, the laners came out. Bree, everybody's doing their thing. You know what I mean? Henry and I has leveled up. And it, it definitely helps being in a tribe, you know, operating with, you know, with a team. Um, and now we're providing that to other people looking to get in the industry so much so that it's almost fast tracking them versus, you know, keeping them, you know, fast tracking them to making them a turnkey operation. And I love that, that we're doing that. Um, I'm going to give you the keys back, Kel. <laughs> Here we go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, everybody knows me. I've introduced myself. And um, we'll give the keys back to Kelsey and let her start bringing people uh-uh, up. Uh-uh, now. You said you want it now. You said you want <laughs> 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 Let's take a minute, though, Henry, and go ahead and reset the room. We're at 930, so go ahead and reset real quick. Yes, yes, yes. You are now tuned in to the Trucking Breakfast Club. Today, we're talking about the women in trucking, especially the stories about how you got in. Now, everybody, when you come up, please be respectful. We're going to be respectful to you. You come up, you mute your mic. When we call on you, then you can unmute. 
Um, we are recording because we do put this up on the podcast. If you feel funny about being on the recording, just shoot us a DM and we'll, you know, we'll shout out the questions for you. Um, no advertising, you know, you can drop a gym, make sure your bio is all the way filled out and people will, you know, follow you if they resonate with you. And as always be brief, be brilliant and be gone. But we are having a conversation, but you know, not the story about the story about the story. <laughs> And real quick, look, we're talking about amazing women in trucking. And talk about your journey, your challenges and everything. It's amazing. We got amazing ones on the stage. And I know we got some amazing stories out there. So bring it. I wanted to bring this lady up because she, um, I know whenever I spoke with her um, about some things, we connected and um, she was dropping some gems on me. And I I like it whenever I can talk to people and I don't feel like it's like um, I feel like they are teaching me something. Not saying I know it all. That's not what I'm saying. But just I like to have a good conversation. And so I know that whenever I spoke with this lady, we had a good conversation. We still have good conversations. So Miss Sharonda, tell us a little bit about your trucking journey, if you will. Well, good morning, everyone, and um, good morning to the Breakfast Club. I like to come through when I can. Um, you guys have said some phenomenal things this morning. Desi, I want to say I, I've heard you a number of times talk about, oh, I'm just a small fleet. Dude, you, you're not small. I don't even know your story. I just know you from the Breakfast Club. And if you got one truck or a million, you be. You just, man, living your living your space. You're doing the thing. And just as Kelsey say, speak it. Don't don't call yourself small, dude. I don't even know, but you bring huge, a huge amount of stuff here. So you're a big guy in my eyes, Desi. So I want you to live up to that. Like um, Keisha said, you gotta speak it. Stop saying I'm a small carrier. But anyway, um, I just wanted to say that because you you do say it, and I'm thinking, dude, don't say that. Don't because I know I know you're doing phenomenal things here. I can only imagine what the rest of the story is. So, um, kudos to you, Desi. Um, so, Kelsey, uh, absolutely, you guys, Bree have said some phenomenal things. All y'all really have this morning, and um, I'm like. Um, you know, people always think you got an uncle or a cousin or a granddaddy or somebody that um, is, you know, that, I don't know, the family had some history in trucking. I'm, that's not my story. Um, my background is the military, and I worked in health care for almost 20 years. Uh, and my doctor retired, and I wanted to figure it out, not go back and get a traditional job. And um, I connected with a company, and um, they had a commercial division. And every time I played in the space, I did well. And so about five years ago, I just became a student of the commercial industry. I just learned and learned, you know, of course, to um, accommodate what, you know, the offerings that I was um, bringing to the community. But what I found is that, like Kelsey said, People get trucks and things and or, or they see their homeboy perhaps doing well. Um, it looks good on the outside, but when you dig into it, business is just not good, you know. And it's because of lack of knowledge. And I want it to be the plug to connect our brothers and sisters 
on educating themselves so they could excel. Like Keisha said, trucking isn't going anywhere. And we saw that with COVID, right? Like everybody else was shutting down, but trucking still had to move. And so um, being a student, continue to learn. Um, I just love keeping people able to eat. Like, and the education and peace about it all allows everybody to eat. And I just think that if, you know, we connect and educate the next person, we'll all win. But we, it's just so much lack of knowledge in the industry. And um, it's, this, it's people like you guys on this stage that makes it like, oh, I can come here and I can learn, right? I never had Spotify, guys, but I downloaded Spotify when Kelsey had her little video. I thought, hey, <laughs> right, this is amazing. They, like, hear it sounding like truck and hustle, right? Like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, this is awesome. But I come here when I can, um, and I, I just tell anybody, right, just learn and help the next person. And if you have a truck a truck or whatever you're doing in the industry, like, Keisha want to be the hub. I want to be the plug, too, like, you know, but... I just think we just need to educate each other. And that's why I got in the industry because I could be my authentic self here. Mm-hmm. And, right. Just help people. And I don't have to dress up. I don't have to do anything spectacular, but I, I come when I open my mouth, I like to make sure I'm being truthful to the person I'm speaking with. So therefore I have to always be the student. And so that that's just that's just my story. I love the industry. I'm continuing to learn and I learn when I come here. So, you know, kudos to you guys for, you know, sticking and staying and definitely building this platform. So uh-huh. back to- I like that. I like that. Too. I like that. And thank like you because like you said, we don't have to get dressed. Um when she when when she means that, she just means like military, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, when we're all in the military, they'd be like, oh, okay, that's that's our male. She just got a uniform on. Right. Then invite me to a bank a, a, a ball. Damn. Who is that? <laughs> oh, that's just our male. That's what she means. Like, you know, in this industry, we gotta go, we gotta talk places, we gotta shock people. Because a lot of people still don't think we know what we're talking about. A lot of people still think it comes, I can say the same thing and a man can say it and they and they'll go with it. So I feel her on that. And I'm I'm here to stay too. Y'all gonna hear my loud mouth. Thanks. Let me um just say thank you, Sharanda. Um, you had me over here cheesing, right? I'm ex-military as well, so yeah, we we appreciate it. And you're amazing, and hey, you find your way, and I know you're here to stay. Good shot. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you for that. Thank you, Sharanda. Alpha too. Um, that's one thing I had to do was find my niche. Everybody want to do everything. You got to find. It can master that. And when you master that, you stand in a place of confidence and, you know, you have posture. So, you know, be a student, but just find your lane and, and just stay in there. Don't don't let the hype, don't let the noise, you know, deter you to think that, you know, it's more money over here because, you know, they, you know, they shine in more. Stay in your lane because, you know, one thing you can do, people can't take your, um, people can't take your knowledge from you. You know what you know, and that brings confidence and posture. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much, Miss Sharonda, for coming up. When I invited you, I appreciate that so much. I know some people don't be wanting to come. I'm just kidding. Um, everybody, I peed came, so I'm excited. Hey, Christy girl. 
Hey, Kelsey, how you doing, honey? Good. So glad you came up here. Tell us a little bit about your journey in the logistics industry and kind of where you want to go with it. Okay. Um, so Freight found me. I didn't find Freight. I wasn't even looking for it. I was a um, project manager for a market research company. Uh, the guy that I was dating at the time, his cousin was a, a recruiter for like a, a staffing firm. And he's like, hey, we got this position for a freight supervisor. You know, um, <clears throat> Christy should apply or whatever. So I, I wasn't looking for the job. I was happy with the job that I had. Um, but I gave him my resume, submitted it. They called me for an interview. Um, once they interviewed me, they, can't, they canceled all the rest of the interviews. So I was hired. It was a newly created position. Um, so I was working for a shipper. Um, they were like a $500 million company at the time, uh, a network cabling distributor. They had 28 distribution centers um, scattered across the United States. They did not have a transportation department. So being that it was a newly created position, I was over like freight accounts payable. Um, and that I had a staff underneath me, um, didn't know the first thing about freight, not, not anything, didn't know the first thing about accounting. I don't know how the heck I got the dang job, to be honest, but, um, <laughs> but I did. Um, and I think I, I just threw myself into it. Um, but being that it was a newly created position, they didn't have a transportation department. I unofficially became their transportation department. They were using a 3PL. Um, their cargo was their stuff was mostly small parcel and LTL shipments with the occasional um, full truck load, but it was very rare. Um, I was there for four years within the first six months, streamlined processes, reduced headcount by 50 percent, um, just kind of threw myself into it. Anything to do, everything to do with freight, um, you know, came through me. Through, you know, I was I was in all the meetings, all the board, all the board meetings and everything uh, as, as it pertained to freight. I went out on medical leave um, for two years. When I came back to work, I went to work for a 3PL. Um, I was part of their dispatch team, but not a dispatcher. Um, they just referred to it as a dispatch team. But I, my focus was on um, the LTL deliveries into the grocery warehouses, um, like CVS, um, Oh, help me out, Walmart, um, all Kroger's, the pain in the butt. Publix. Yeah, all of that. All the pain in the butt places where they've got, you know, the certain days. Y'all are familiar. Y'all know what a pain in the butt it is to deliver in there. <laughs> so it, it, as hard as it is for a full truckload, it's even more of a pain for LTL shipments. But I maintained 100% compliance uh, for the CVS account. And um, I went from there uh, to become a freight analyst at Pratt Industries. Um, which is the fifth largest box manufacturer in the world. I was on the KPI team, again, in all of the boardroom meetings. Um, again, you know, process improvement, streamlining processes. I was very much like a, a, a data, um, data geek um, and, and just focused on data and numbers, crunching numbers, um, and improving um, reducing cost um, in every way that we could. Uh, so I went from Pratt to, uh, ah, to work with a freight forwarder. 
fourth largest freight forwarder in the world. I was an ocean export agent. I worked there for a little over a year. Um, going at eight o'clock in the morning, worked till 10, 11 o'clock at night, five, six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. Oh, Yeah, I was killing myself for a salary which equated to about $15.50 an hour. Um, so it, it barely paid bills. I left there and decided to step into the sales arena. Um, I accepted a position as a logistics account executive for Epps Logistics, which is a broker at Logistics Services, Inc. Um, I thought they were going to train me because um, basically, you know, my goal was to become a freight powerhouse. Um, I wanted to, to learn it from every possible angle, you know, and when I talked to people, when I talked to carriers and people were working from home, I'd be like, oh, living the dream, living the dream. That, you know, that's my goal. You know, I'm going to learn it from every angle and, and I'm going to be able to work from home and do what I do from home. And what happened? So when I went to Epps, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I thought they were going to train me sales, train me in sales, but that's not exactly how it works. They train you on the system. They'll give you a couple of scripts and then they kind of throw you out there and be like, all right, go get some freight, go get some loads. And it was a challenge for the first, I worked there as an employee for 89 days. Um, and for the first two months, I didn't get a single load, a two, two and a half months maybe. I didn't get a single load. Um, I was trying. I kept my, I, I kept a good attitude. I was going in every day, you know, with a positive attitude. I printed out all of these affirmations and all of the, all, all this, um, you know, all these positive things. And I had them up on my cubicle all around me to keep me motivated and um, inspirational floats and, and all of that. And I would call, you know, the trainers up at corporate and I'd ask questions. I'm like, okay, you know, trying to find different different ways to, to approach, you know, you know, how can I get my, get my first load or whatever. And, um, I caught hell manager was calling me in the office and he was like, you know, you might want to go ask for your old job back. And I went to my old job and I asked them for their business and they gave it to me. Um, Ow, that's how you do it, girl. <laughs> that's exactly how you do it. And it just so happened. The old job was the freight forwarder. Um, the, the, the little bit that they gave me is, is dedicated weekly year-round freight. Um, and I took that and I became an agency. I operate under the authority of EPS. So 89 days I was an employee. Day 90 was my first day being self-employed um, as an agency or an agent in my own agency. Um, operating under the authority of EPS Logistics. From day one, I made more money than I ever made as an employee for any company that I've ever worked for in my life. Um, and like even during the worst of times, it's still more money than I ever made working for anyone else. So right now, you know, I'm pushing six figures. I work from home. I, I have the freedom, the flexibility it. and the finances to, to, to do what I want to do. My goal um, is to grow and scale my business. I, I want to move into um, I want to move into international trade, um, air and ocean cargo. Um, and I also kind of want to add a driver services division um, because the, the name of my business is Logistics Advisors Group, LLC. I'm co-founder. I do have a partner. Um, but we're going to add a driver services division where we offer um, back office support and dispatching to for drivers as well. 
All right. I like to add, like, oh, Christy. Christy is, like, so amazing. Like, from us linking, like, our conversations go from, all right, Keisha, you can do this. Because I'm working on something so major. I can't even tell y'all. And Christy has so all that going on, and she still supports me. She'll be like, no, I'm, I'm in. Her and Mark. No, I'm in. I'll do this portion. I'll do this portion. I just wanted to say that. Because you are really awesome, because she got a lot going on. Oh, thank you so much, Keisha. Keisha. That's so sweet. Keisha got everybody on her team, don't she, Dad? <laughs> yeah, she she already got the hub together. She didn't tell nobody. She be talking about she trying to get it together. Business? Don't do that. Get them, Christy. Get them, girl. <laughs> you know, All right, Bree, you know it. Thank you so much, Christy, for coming up, telling us a little bit about your story. Christy, um... We got to talk to you, too, because we need you to come back and talk to us about some broker things with Bree Bree over there. So we're going to set we something are, like this. We already networking. Yeah, we already <laughs> got it together. Yes, ma'am. Whenever Perfect. y'all ready. I appreciate Thank y'all you. inviting me up. Absolutely. Have a great day. Yes, ma'am. You too. Go ahead, Nancy. Hey, one of my newest and truest sisters, Sylvia. She's so amazing. And you'll see why when she introduces herself. Go ahead, Miss Sylvia. How are you today? Hey, babies. How y'all doing? <laughs> we doing good. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm doing such a super, I'm just, I'm feeling so good. I'm really enjoying everyone. I, I, I'm enjoying the energy in the room. Thank you for allowing me to speak. I am just so excited about what's going on in the transportation industry. If I tell you not that diesel run through my blood, I am a true trucker. I'm a true innovator, I'm a true entrepreneur, I'm a true teacher, and I'm excited about it, and I think it's something we should be excited about, right? Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about your um, journey. How long have you been in the industry and some challenges that you faced? Well, I have been in the industry for 32 years. Um, I started in the industry in the 80s. Um, and my first job, uh, I, uh, the way I got started, I was working for Budweiser in Texas and I was a merchandiser. I was going around the little Budweiser car and I was stocking all of the shelves and rotating and following the trucks around, helping them unload and all of that. And so finally one day they got shorthanded and they didn't have enough people to help unload the trucks. So they asked me would I go and ride with the truck drivers and help them unload trucks. And so one day, with the driver, he said, Sylvia, let me see your check. And I said, okay. I showed him my check. And he said, let me show you mine. And he showed me his check. His check was $1,200 more than mine. And I said, well, I said, um, so the only difference between me and your check is that you have a CDL and I don't. He said, yeah. So I said, okay, well, let me go and ask them, can I drive a truck, too, since I'm unloading the beer and pushing it in the store with a two-wheeler, I might as well just drive the truck. So I went and asked the question, can I drive the truck? But they trained me to drive the truck. They told me no because I was a female. Okay. So I said, okay. So I went downtown. And I, I went and I got in contact with uh, Mr. and Mrs. EEOC, and I told them what they said, and they did an investigation. So Sylvia Chess became one of the first women to ever drive for Budweiser in the United States. Woo! Sorry, I had to clap for that. <laughs> nah, that's, that's, 
Yeah. Please, please so continue. I, I, yeah, so I kept... I kept going, and let me tell you something. It, I didn't know diddly squat. I, I mean, that's an old term from the country, but I um, I didn't know nothing about the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, Department of Transportation, all of the different types of organizations that specializes in making sure that we're safe on the road. Uh, they stuck me in a truck and sent me on my way. They tried to set me up for failure because of what I did. And so I, but I mastered it. I had people out there like yourself to train me and train me how to back that truck up, how to put it into any hole wherever I go. I don't care if it's a ditch on both sides. I can back that rascal up in that hole. So I, I did all of that and I learned my craft. I learned my, this was my job. This, I had to learn it to the fullest. So I read everything, I looked at everything, I studied everything about my job because ignorance of the law is no defense. When a, a DOT officer pulls you over, he's in, in, you can't tell him you didn't know because you're supposed to know. So I um, made sure I understood that first, and, and another driver taught me that. Um, I left there, started driving flatbeds, I started uh, hauling steel and lumber and Tied, binding the, 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 that lumber and stuff down, that's sealed down with chains and tarping and loading and things like that. Unloading, going to the mills, picking up lumber and steel and hauling to God knows where. Um, I've traveled over the United States. I've done over three, 2.5 mile, million miles with no accidents and no tickets. I'm not saying I didn't make no mistakes, but I no accidents, no tickets. I have two beautiful gold watches and, um, I have been an operations manager. I was the first female operations manager in the South in the oil and gas industry. I worked in oil and gas for 17 years. I worked as a safety coordinator um, for my region. I worked as a transportation manager. I worked as an operations manager. Uh, I hit that iron. I worked in the fracking crew. I hauled sand. I hauled water. I hauled heavy water. I pushed that pipe down the hole with the other guys. I got just as dirty as they did. And, no, I did the darn thing. So I kept going, and I, I opened up several businesses, and um, I specialize in trying to help anybody and everybody that want to be successful in the truck industry. Um, I own, at this moment, I'll fast forward all the way up this way, I own um, a commercial property, downtown Fairborn, Ohio, of 9,000 square feet. Uh, it's 90% capacity, so I have commercial real estate, and uh, part of that real estate houses my my academy, which uh, in about a, another month or so, I will have a full-blown truck driving academy and also a school that teaches people how to open their own trucking industry. I also, um, within that academy, uh, I also have an adult education for people uh, that come from foreign countries that will teach them how to read our signs, how to understand our uh, infrastructure in transportation. Um, I uh, work... Um, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a licensed instructor uh, for the state of Ohio. I'm a licensed tester, uh, examiner for the state of Ohio. Um, I uh, have all my endorsements on my license, including Twix, everything that I need to be successful in this industry. Um, but it, take, it took hard work and studying and getting out there and grinding and never giving up, never giving up. I don't care how many mistakes you make, you pick yourself back up and you try it again and keep trying because you know what? You, 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 uh, you, when you fall and you fail, then you succeed. And that's it. I'm Sylvia Chess.
Man. Oh my God! Oh, Harry, man. I'm a bomb for Miss Sylvia. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. That is, you are a true, 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 true pioneer and inspiration. And I need to talk to you offline, Miss Sylvia, because I feel like you just you just got me a little hype over here. That's amazing. <laughs> Great story, well, great perseverance. So like, goodness. Yes. Thank you so, 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 so much, Desi, for inviting Miss Sylvia up here to share her story. I know a lot of people got inspired when she said she got that 9,000 square foot of commercial property, a.k.a. she got that bag, okay? <laughs> Especially at yeah. 90% occupancy. So thank you so much, Miss Sylvia. I don't know if any of the other moderators have anything else they'd like to add to you. Desi, anyone? Nah, I mean, there's nothing to add, but there's no, nothing, nothing, nothing to say on that. She was a pioneer. She's a trailblazer. That's why I'm glad I met her. And um, another trailblazer following her. You know, it's Absolutely. amazing women on stage today. You know, let's talk about it. I love it. And I just realized once again that it is International Women's Month. So this is amazing that, you know, brought this idea for a reason. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? I want, I want to say that, you know, um, Thank you all for highlighting the women because we, uh, for so many years, because I started when there were hardly any women out there, um, and I, I worked in industries where there were no women, literally no women. I was the only female for years, and to see this platform makes me so happy. And you know what? For If, if a person get to my age and have this much knowledge and don't share it with people, you ought to be ashamed of yourself because uh, I'm an I'm a older woman who should be dropping jewels and dropping down experience and, and try to lead people in the right direction because I have that wisdom and knowledge and I have the experience. And I, I, I have no problem with trying to help somebody, trying to help themselves. And so I really appreciate you opening up these doors and these platforms for women who have pioneered through here, who have really helped pave the way for other women to, to be successful. And I'm, I am really grateful for that. And all the women on the platform that have been in this industry for a minute, hey, God bless you. And I'm just so excited about that. Thank you all so very much. Wow. You're so welcome, Miss Sylvia. God bless you, too. Who we got next? <laughs> hey, Miss Aisha, how are you? Good morning. Hey, everybody. Thank you for uh, letting me talk today. And stuff. Uh, I guess I kind of had a little winding road to get to it. I w and, uh, I've been working on cars since I was 10 years old. So that's how I got into uh, working on cars and trucks with my daddy. And uh, first time I took a ride with my uncle back in the 80s. I know I'm telling my age. And he had a, an older freight liner. And, and that's kind of how I fell in love with trucks. Um, I wanted to work for myself. I didn't see too many women in it, and I wanted to show my daughters and future grandchildren the way, so I was like, I'm over my own trucking company. Uh, some of the things I learned when I first got in, oh my God, stay away from the pilot on Boulder Crest. <laughs> I, I, have had, I have had my spare taken. I have had uh, a trailer stolen from over there, and uh, there have been a couple of murders. Anyway. Um, wow. Not just Boulder Crest. Hold on. Girl. The whole channel road. The whole east side. <laughs> oh, no, please, Look, talk about the iron skillet. Y'all know about Wait 25, minute, the iron skillet, bro. Uh, I stay on the east side of Atlanta. I'm east Atlanta. I'm Mr. East Atlanta. The, no, I always go down okay, okay. okay. I stay in Conyers. <laughs> Let's be clear. 
Y'all, le- do, y'all leave me alone. Look, y'all leave me alone. But uh, anyway, okay, uh, uh, knocking on the door, you know, my, when I went out uh, with, with my husband at one time, those lot lizards are very aggressive. Uh, I had to talk to one one time. One, unfortunately, was a young boy. And I had to uh, to call the National Center for Missing Exploited Children because he's um, he was leased out. And uh, that's one of the sad things that I saw. Um, I, I was with a driver one time when he dropped a pole in Florida, uh, $1,700 fine. Uh, and, and we had to replace the pole for, the, for Florida. Um, important thing to remember, please, please, please get a locking cast cap for your tanks. Back when fuel was going up, up, up some years ago, uh, I, you know, dropped the trailer just to, to get something to eat or whatever. And shouldn't have done it. But uh, yeah, came back. They had siphoned my fuel out. Use your kingpin. If you don't know what a kingpin is, talk to somebody. Um, oh, companies that I do not ever want to deal with. When my sister was driving for Smith Transport, her trainer was a woman and sexually harassed her. Um, got out there and uh, I almost had to go out and get her. Um, another one, uh, nightmare story. Bodie's Transport. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to call them out. Uh, and this is a black history moment. When I tell you I had two trucks on there, they would call drivers before they got back from running from Georgia to Miami. Before they could get back, they would call them. They had drivers running over their hours, running off the road. And my most important thing about these guys was they treated the drivers like slaves. When I walked in there, the last time I picked up that check and told them we would not carry another load for them, they told this gentleman, 10 years older than me, uh, I guess you can go home before your next load. He said, you sure, boss? This was seven years ago. Mm. Um, these guys are uh, calm data. If anyone, oh, I guess I wasn't supposed to say the name anyway. Um, control your own information when it comes to money. Do not ever share a factoring account. When I first got in it, after 18 months, I was like, man, I, I need to be at a factor. Had somebody call himself trying to mentor me. And he was like, well, you know, I'll give you some of these these um, Chick-fil-A loads and stuff. You kind of run the office and stuff for me when you're in here. He changed the account number overnight and stole $4,700 from me, from my calm data loads. So that, that's, that's my little, little snippet on that. Um, things to do, make sure you keep 15% of your haul money for your taxes, keep your maintenance fund together, and um, if you can, haul local if you can, uh, and don't haul high end because that can be kind of costly. Oh, and my, my first uh, live load was in the fields, potatoes, floor load. Uh, took me quite a long time, but I met some really nice uh, migrant workers out there. They're part of the backbone of our country. And shout out to my folks down in South Georgia, that are still hauling that clay. Wow. That's a, <laughs> got a lot of stories going on there. I, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, I mean, it's definitely a profession you need to take care of yourself. But it's real. Yeah. Like yeah. that calm it's real. I had experience with them too. And I thought I was the only one who thought they were racist. So I'm over here like, dang, I done text my ex. Like this lady just called them out. Like they are really awesome stuff. Like for real. Mm, man. That's yeah. Crazy story. Now, with all the stuff that goes on, what kept you in the industry? Um, I wanted to 
show, like I said, my daughters and other women. And I wanted to prove to myself because I would walk into places to because, you know, I had a Chick-fil-A account at the time and stuff. The first thing they said to me was, well, little lady, send your boss over here to talk to us. I'm five foot four. So I just said, I am the boss. Uh, another thing to let the let the folks know that when it comes to hard work, um, because there aren't a lot of brown skinned women, there are more now in the industry. At first, I heard remarks. I was standing outside the office one time. Well, you know, they're lazy, Well, you know, they don't do such and such. I'm here to prove all of them wrong and bring anybody in that I can help mentor that will be able to make money and prove because all it takes is hard work, dedication and good customer service and a good truck. That's all you need. And, and a good support uh, network like you guys here at the Breakfast Club. That's one of the biggest things that kept me in there because, you know, I had done courier work before and I was homeschooling my children. I didn't have to be in it, but I want to be in it. And I love vehicles and I want to work for myself. Man, that's awesome. That's that's a great story right there. Go ahead, Bree. No, I was going to tell her we definitely appreciate her sharing. Uh, she brought some very key points. And, uh, okay. you know, we appreciate you. Keep doing your thing. We appreciate you out there too, driver. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tracy, what's good? Can y'all come back to me? Yeah, no problem. All right. Doc, doctor, how you doing? Good morning, everyone. I'm doing great. How is everyone this morning? Man, we're doing awesome hearing all these great stories from all the women in the in the logistics industry. I know these stories are great. Thank you for inviting me up to the stage. Um, so let's see. I guess I've always been in trucking. I grew up with my grandparents, my grandfather. Uh, actually, he worked for a trucking company. Um, he did a lot of stuff out of the out of the home, and he kind of introduced me, and I didn't even realize it. But doing back office stuff, so I was like nine, learning how to write bill, you know, bill of ladings, and do different things. And but I just saw how trucking played a big role in you know uh, helping me uh, just to realize where I could be, what I could do, and even the respect that he had as a a. a a black man in the South, he had respect for these truckers and these, you know, older established white men. I mean, he he ran them. They knew not to play because he ran the, the distribution center. They knew not to play with him. If you told him your truck was going to be in at 6 a.m. in the morning and I used to hear the phone calls and they were like, oh, I'm not going to make it. And he was like, no, no, you're going to make it. And um, this is what you're going to do. And I will be there. And, you know, he would say, when I back up to that, when I get there, you need to be there. And, and they would. And so, you know, they, they had no problem. So I just always just admired trucking. He taught me how to, you know, talk to the truckers on the road, you know, with my lights and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've just always had a love and a respect for trucking. So I sought out to work at uh, FedEx. Um, and But I've always been interested in IT. And uh, it was a few years ago where I just kind of started wanting to take my career to a different level and heard of this thing called cybersecurity. And just kind of started wanting to say, I know cybersecurity is in trucking. I didn't know how, but that's where I wanted to be. And so, and I just, I pretty much made it so and made it happen. And, um, it, you know, I just want to be that person or be that woman to inspire others, um, you know, into this industry. There's, you know, trucking is, is more than just, you know, just 
what we see. Uh, we need people like me in IT. Uh, we, I want to, you know, help diversify um, this field. You know, when I, I joined American Trucking Association, and when I step out and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in trucking, and but I'm in cybersecurity, and they all just kind of look. They give me that RCA dog look, like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in cybersecurity, and they're like, oh. But then they just kind of bypass me. But you know, <laughs> you know, but I just keep trudging. But I keep wanting to tell people and you know, make sure that those behind me understand that there's room for you. This is a great niche to be in. I, I kind of, I love where I am. I appreciate you guys for uh, inviting me into this group and accepting me and just, you know, and, and just, you know, hearing what I have to say, even though sometimes I'm like, oh, they don't want to hear it. But, you know, I just really appreciate you guys because you really have helped me to grow and be confident in, in this niche that I found. Uh, it's just my desire just to, you know, expand this field and bring in more people of color and bring in more women and, you know, as it relates to IT, cybersecurity, in the back office and at that physical truck because I'm trying to uh, do some campaign recruiting now just for this cyber truck challenge, which is, you know, helping, you know, bring in some technical people up under that hood, uh, you, you know, our technicians and how cybersecurity is, is in that as well. So uh, I just appreciate you guys. And I just love this platform. And I tell everybody about this platform that's interested in trucking. And um, I just I ho I hope to grow here with you guys. Man, appreciate that. And I, I didn't even think about coming in through the cybersecurity side of it. So that right there, just like a whole nother lane. Now, yeah. did you see any hurdles when you started coming in there? And when you did, what would made you persevere past that? I think the major hurdle I saw was that, I, you know, I call myself a, a visionary. So no one really just could really see and understand, you know, what it was with cybersecurity and trucking. Cause it was, you know, it was like, what cybersecurity in the truck, you know? And then I'm like, and, and then when I really tried to, you know, explain at the physical truck level, like on the truck with all the sensors and it, you know, everywhere just kind of look at me and I just kind of, you know, got, get played to the left, but what made me kept at it was that I knew that this would be an issue, an issue, and I knew that this would come into play. And all those things that we saw in the movies with hacking stuff, and you know, it, it was going to be possible. And it's like I just need to get myself in a position where I can just, you know, be impactful and help, you know, and here go and help us to, you know, get ahead of the curve because that's usually where the ball drops. And it's like, I, I just want to, I know it's a lot of owner operators out here and they're just, you know, you guys are out here not even knowing, you know, that, you know, I'm, you know, someone was just talking about, you know, people, the, what do you call the trolls at the rest stops or, you know, they do that too, but now they're also going to do it where they can, you know, hack into your trucks and stuff. So it's like, I just need to help. I need to help. I want to help my <laughs> owner operators. I, I got to get out there. So that's what keeps me going is that I got to help you guys. And now I, I you know, I just, that, that's what I do. That's what I do. Let me, let me joke on my partner, Dr. Noreen. She said trolls, they're lock lizard, doctor. That's Thank you. Lizard. Okay, my bad. I, 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 you know, I'm learning. I'm learning. Lock lizards. I got it. Now. Lock lizards. Kel, let me, let me introduce the, the next person. Didn't nobody know. I didn't know she was coming on. This is my wife. Instead of having to Andy. take, look, instead of having to take my last name, I had to take my first name. <laughs> Desi, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. 
Oh, hey. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Good morning. Um, I just want to say to everyone on the panel, you guys are so inspirational. Like, literally, every time I'm, like, checking Clubhouse to see if you guys are on, because I know you guys are dropping some gems on here. So, Girl, you yeah, too. I went to your page. I was like, who is Butter Reekin? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, how did I get into trucking? Well, logistics, period. I was um, also, I was a Navy veteran. And I was in logistics before I even knew I was even in logistics. I was in supply. So I was on a, a DDG um, off the coast of Africa doing unreps, which is um, underway replenishments, uh, vert reps through the helos. And I loved it. Like, I was, like, fascinated with it. But I didn't realize that was my niche. You know, like, I didn't realize logistics was, like, the thing I was supposed to be in. So I'm uh, 21 coming into the industry, didn't even realize. You know, it was just a job to me. But um, I wanted to say, like, to Bree, she had said something about she's 26. And she found what she loved that she was doing. When I was 26, I was doing it, and I didn't even know that's, what I loved, you know, I didn't know I loved logistics. So for her to have found that at 26, it's amazing because I'll be 36, God willing, in May. And I'm like, wow. It wasn't up until maybe last year. I was like, I love logistics, you know. And so I went in and got my um, bachelor's in uh, logistics. And um, my husband, he had um, a, a truck back in 14 he started driving in 13 he had a truck we lost it we lost fourteen thousand dollars cash in one month i mean we've been through the mud with the trucking but um now i work for a multi-billion dollar corporation and i'm a bid analyst so i work in pricing doing um rfis and do the uh analysis for that um for the bids and submitting them to the customers and stuff like that so i'm on the the end of that and prior to that i did the um edi so i was the in-between man getting all the um oh and for those who don't know edi is electronic data interchange um and that's basically the software communication um for customers shippers carriers to communicate with each other replacing like paper um and so i was doing the software setups for that but now it's kind of like listening to everyone on Clubhouse. I'm like so inspired and I'm like, dang, what do I, you know, what do I ultimately want to do, you know? And I know I want to work for myself. Before it was like, I want to work from home. Now I'm working from home, but I'm working from home for a multi-billion dollar company. And, you know, I'm over here like, man, I'm seeing these million dollar, multi-million dollar uh, contracts and stuff. And I'm like, I got to get a piece of this. Not, you know, <laughs> right? not what I'm making over here, you know? Right. So, you know, that's, you know, listening to you guys has been real inspirational because I'm like, it's something more that I should be doing. Um, any barriers that I've had, I've had a lot, you know. I'm sure any uh, female veterans, they can attest to that because I was like the only female in my division. And we're overseas and we're in supply. We're receiving, you know, cargo side by side from a cargo ship. And I'm humping stores, doing inventory, running the services on the ship and everything. And it was to where 
you know, I never had like a mentor or somebody to take me under their wing. Like I had to learn everything on my own. And it's been such a hard struggle, you know, so to see a platform like this and, and to even have a topic of women, you know, coming together and, and um, educating each other and dropping gems and everything. It's like, it's so amazing to me. And I'm so appreciative to that, you know? Um, but it's like, I even had it to where they told me like, oh, well, you can get this award. We're going to give the award to him and then we're going to give it to him and then you're next. Oh, and it's wow. like, what? I done busted my yeah, yeah, yeah. behind, you know, on this deployment and, and stuff. And I have to wait in line because you want to put them in first because what, you know? I was so just I, about to ask about your hurdle and that, that right there is it. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. that right there is crazy. So, but luckily you have the love for logistics and that kind of mm-hmm. like keeps you going. Yes. And even now, you know, I'm working in corporate. There's nobody like me up in there. I'm sitting in these meetings when we were at the office. I'm sitting in these meetings and I'm talking, you know, to people, you know, that are not like me. So when I open my mouth, it's kind of like they second guess what you say. Like, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, and you always have to. It's like you're always having to defend yourself, you know, and and I made it be known like, no, I'm here and I know what I'm talking about, you know. Um, in the most professional way, but, um, but we just have to, and as we do know, as women and women of color and minority period, that you're going to, you're going to face that you're going to have to go through those, those challenges, but you just have to be confident, you know, be strong and don't take no for an answer. Keep breaking them barriers. Yep. Sound just like Shaq yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Hey, she inspires me so much. <laughs> I was gonna say you you definitely brought a different perspective. And I know personally me, I would love to have a conversation with you, um, you know, for sure. When the room is over. I would love to pick your head and <laughs> pick your oh. brain on some stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing, Desi. I didn't even know it was that deep. I joked with her by having my name, but <laughs> dog, you 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 deep, Desi. Way to rap the name. Yes, Way to rap the name. Shout out to you. Shout out. I heard her talking in the Hustlers Club. <laughs> she had to do some new words to me. I didn't even know existed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for having me, though. I really appreciate it. And honestly, like, um, I logistics is huge, and it's a whole networking thing. And I'm over here like, I was asking in one of the clubs, I was like, how do I build my confidence to start networking? Because that's my, like, I have like anxiety, you know, um, I'm a disabled vet. So that comes, you know, with that. And I have to get out of that shell, you know, and that's like the hardest challenge, you know, is really like getting out there and making those connections, you know? And so now that I'm actually like coming on the platforms and starting to speak with everyone, it's giving me a little bit more confidence. My voice still a little shaky and everything, but (laughs) no, I heard you talk in the room and I was like, Oh my God. And I started following you. Now what you put out is, is accurate. I, I was like, Oh, okay. You was dropping drink gems and you didn't even know. No, I didn't. I appreciate that. But, um, I really do appreciate you guys bringing me up here to speak. And I definitely look forward to, um, networking with you guys and, you know, uh, being a sponge. Cause you guys are amazing. Like each one of you bring something different. Um, and I'm just amazed. And uh, I want to give flowers to all of you guys because each one teach one. You know, we got to look out for each other for sure. Thank you. We most definitely appreciate that. Yeah, thank we hope you. you have a great day. Thank you, too. All right. Uh, let's
let's get back to Tracy real quick. Tracy, you there? All right, we'll come back to her. Hey, Courtney, what you doing, girl? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, family? What's going on, Bree? Now, I um I wanted to come on this morning just because of the topic. Just I appreciate y'all for everything, man. Like being new to this industry, um, really, really new. Like I'm listening to all these stories, and I'm like, man, from Miss Desi to Miss Sylvia, I'm like, man, like I'm standing. We we all standing on the shoulders of some giants in here. So, I um being new to the industry, I started working with Adrian and. He just needed some some help, like pretty much with ba- with back office paperwork kind of stuff, because he was on the road. So my my background is in um, in banking and compliance, and so it just kind of seemed like a natural fit. And I'm a I'm a natural problem solver, which is something I nat- I just found out about myself. So any issue that he needed that he had, like with the audits and anything that was coming up. 2290 report and if the attack, you know, all that stuff that was coming up, I didn't know. I did, I had nothing to go, to start from. Like I literally was calling FMCSA on my own, and so like being a part of this platform has been amazing because like it's been able to like like Kelsey was saying, when you in back office and compliance, you don't really have anybody to go to. Like you just kind of on your own, and so like being able to meet y'all and like get up with Kelsey and like really ask her questions and and try to make sure that the business is structured properly. And then like from Kelsey to me and Keisha and like with the whole dispatching part and then with Shaq and the whole international piece of it, like it's so many different things to, to cover in this industry. And it's cool to learn, to learn about something that you can like build a, a whole foundation for your own life. Like to, so you have, you take ownership of your own financial wealth. And so I appreciate y'all. I appreciate this platform. Appreciate the information y'all drop every day. So that's my brief, brilliant, and be gone moment. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> oh, Court. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lakeisha. No, it's, I said, oh, Court. Y'all know we got this bad storm in Huntsville, so I'm in and out. But I was just thinking, oh, thank you, Court. No, nah, it's definitely much appreciated. You know, Kelsey, definitely appreciate it. And, you know, that's what the platform is for and make sure we can share as much knowledge with each other as we can and uplift each other. So I'm glad you're able to, you know, bring value. I mean, get value, but you also bring a lot of value right. to you and Adrian. So we always appreciate that as well. Thank y'all. Most definitely. Yeah, definitely bring the value. So, you know, it ain't. It don't matter how long you've been in the game. It's the fact that you're in the game and you, you're doing the damn thing. Hey. <laughs> and I continuously learn, and that's why we all here. Like we, psh, everybody's always taking notes. Like just continue <laughs> learning. You're going to advance. Hey, and let me just say one thing. That problem solver ties right into what I always talk about: being a solution-oriented business. She's able to provide solutions to you know from a client compliance. She transferred her skill set, and she's doing the damn thing, like we said. And that's my sister, so you know I got to give her kudos. Appreciate you, Desi. Hey, Ms. Elaine. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you for uh, asking me up. I think it was Kelsey. It is such an honor to be among some uh, pioneers. That is um, absolutely beautiful. 
sometimes when you see a person today, you never know their story. So it's a beautiful thing to be able to share where we've come and not only that, some of the doors that have been opened. So mine is a little bit different. Um, I'm not into logistics or on the road or any of that. I do it, of course, for from an insurance uh, perspective. I got in, into insurance just really um, responding to an ad. There was nothing it was a customer service, and that was really all that I wanted to do, was do a customer service job. It did turn into a career. Um, I used to work for Captive, and now I've been independent since uh, 07, 06 or 07. Um, the first business that I had was a franchise. It failed. Um, it really wasn't set up for people to win. Then I got into a partnership um, and then ended up, uh, dissolving that partnership, and I've been on my own now. I think this is six years. Um, this is my sixth year, sixth or seventh year. But in this industry, it my industry is still a male-dominated industry. Um, I'm about to go to a conference next month, and I probably will be, I'm pretty sure, probably the only Black woman that will be there. Um, we still have to work very hard. I'm actually very passionate how I got into the transportation side of writing the insurance is I used to primarily do just commercial. Um, and then someone called me to do uh, a quote for transportation. So I learned that I could possibly learn. And I'm in it today because I don't know if you guys can sense it when I speak, but I'm actually very passionate about it. Very, very passionate. I want to educate about what it is that you have to have, the type of coverages that you have. Of course, you all know that you got to have the million-dollar coverage. We all know that. That's required. Um, just like buying a car, you know you got to have insurance. Um, but you got to be educated on the insurance, the, the coverages, how they cover you. Um, and again, I always say, um, and I know someone will give some pushback, but I'm going to say what I got to say, and I'm going to keep saying it. Don't always chase the premium. Chase the coverages. You want to make sure that you're covered. So that's really how I got into it. I love what I do. Um, I go to my office every day. I go to my office because I choose to go to my office because I like going there. Um, I like to be able to solve the issues that my clients have. They have they need insurance. And how can I solve that? So that's how I kind of got into insurance. Um, I love what I do. I'm going to be here. Um, sometimes people say, well, are you going to be there when I when I call back, are you going to be there? I'm going to be here for the next 15 years, baby. So call this number. I'm going to be here. So that's my story. All right. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. I love you, Missy Lane. <laughs> I love you, too. I owe you a phone call, pretty. I I know. We'll, we'll talk. Okay. All right. Hey, Missy Lane. You're welcome. We need to do a, a room reset right quick. Yep. You got us, Bree or Lakeisha? I'm available. I'm available. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Tracy. Hold up. Wait a minute. I'm available for that. So, good morning, everyone. You are in the Trucking Biz Breakfast Club. I said business. The Trucking Breakfast Club. And today we are discussing women in trucking. And when you come up, please mute your mic and wait to be called on. And when you speak, please be brief, be brilliant, and be gone. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Tracy. Uh, since you back. No, I'm not back. I was just available for my, my little spot. My little spot. I got okay. you. I got you. <laughs> What's up, Shay? Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Raysman Shay Samuel. I go by Shay. Um, I am a driver. I've been driving for two years, seven months. Uh, I am a company driver at that. I drive for the most hated company out here. 
Uh, and I'm also a trainer. I uh, primarily train people who just got their CDL straight out of school. Um, but then I do train folks that come over to the company and they've been driving, but they don't have three months of this last six months experience. Okay. Okay. So now <clears throat> what you doing that in the industry, like what kind of, what kind of hurdles have you faced, you know, being a woman in the industry and what you, what keeps you in the game? Um, hurdles, it would just be, you know, you know, you get to the shippers and receivers and they're looking at you like, so where's the driver? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here to pick up, you know, <laughs> like, okay, well, you know, when the driver gets here, you know, just let us know, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I am the driver. Like, you know, can we hurry this process on? You know, I got places to do, to be, things to do, whatever. Um, and then as far as that, like really my, my biggest thing, it would be like training folks. Um, you know, and I, I say it like this because I am young and it's nothing against older folks, but it's, it's sometimes harder to train older folks or folks who've already had their CDL because, you know, they think they know it all or like, oh, well, you're so young. How are you training me? And they're like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years older than me. I'm like, well, I mean, if you knew it, you wouldn't be on my truck. We wouldn't be having to go through this process, you know? Yeah. set the standard. I like the way you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just chime in on that. Let me chime in a little bit. It takes nerves of steel to train somebody. I can never forget when I was um in training and um I was going out in Arizona, you know they've got some mountains out west. And I was going down a mountain going about 85 miles per hour and my trainer woke up and um I was like, I didn't really realize I'm just keeping my eyes on the road. And um he was like, Don't touch the brakes, don't touch the brakes, you'll you know, you'll you'll burn them out. Luckily, we're on a straight shot, so just, you know, use your engine brake and do what you got to do. But, yeah, it takes nerves of steel to put your life in somebody's hands that's new. Kudos, and I took my hat to you on that. Yeah, most definitely. My my horror story, you know, was, uh, like, this time last year, and I had a lady, and, like, you know, I'll just tell the brief portion of the mountains. Like, she messed up numerous times, and, you know, she's my mom's age, so, like, I was like, man, I don't want to leave this lady out here, but, man. She need to get off my truck, you know. She, we were two thousand miles away from her house, and I was like, man, I wouldn't want nobody to do it to me. I wouldn't want nobody to do it to my mama. But man, you need to get off my truck. So we're in the mountains on the way up to Salt Lake City, and you know, like coming the back way, you know, it's the like we left out of Texas. So coming the back way, you know, you're taking all those U.S. highways up. So I'm in that U.S. highway about an hour and a half outside of Salt Lake, and she leaves out of the lane on the left hand side. And she didn't immediately recover. I was like, hey, you need to get back in your lane. She was like, I'm trying. Her hands are a 10 and 2, steering wheel not moving whatsoever. Now, thankfully, there was nobody coming on that side of that particular time. Not even five minutes later, she did the same exact thing, and she froze again. But this time, the other side, thankfully, they had two lanes. There was somebody in that left lane, and she did not recover fast enough. And I thought, you know, that was going to be my straw. I was like, you know, this is our first time in the mountains. I gave her another chance. Then she went out and messed up a whole bunch of barriers, ran three people off the road. This is all the same day, by man, mind you. Oof. Ran three people off the road trying to change lanes, but didn't, like, clear all the mirrors or whatever. She didn't look in her hood mirror, so, you know, you can't see nobody right there in your blind spot without looking in that hood mirror. And I'm just like, dude, you got three mirrors on that side. Technically, you have four. Figure it out without, like, just merging over. I'll, I'll tell them, you know, move over when it's safe to do so because you always need to be in that right lane. That right lane is you. Especially when you're doing 50 miles an hour and not keeping up with the, with the pace of, uh, of traffic. Wow. That, that right there is making my heart <laughs> jump right. Just even thinking Look. about being in the cab with that. Look, Henry, please tell me you failed your um mama, your mama's friend. 
Please tell me she's not on our way. My mom was friend. That was the thing. No, I. So she called in and basically was like, you know, she didn't want to be on the truck anymore. She didn't want to drive anyways. From what you know, what we talk about, she didn't want to drive. She was just doing it because she went, she went uh, co-owner with another driver. So she wanted to go get her CDL so that just in case the truck broke down, she can you know go recover it or something like that or whatever. So no, I called my driver leader. I had already called her like three times. She's like, well, Shay, you already know what to do. You know what I'm going to tell you. I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, you know, this lady is 1500 miles plus from home. I don't want to leave her in Salt Lake City. She lived down in Texas. But as per my company's rules, as long as I leave them at a terminal, which they have them all over in practically every state, then I am fine. You know, I can still train so on and so forth. Well, she ended up calling in saying that, you know, she didn't want to do this anymore. She wanted to get back to Texas and just go home. So they sent an email. This is a Saturday or Sunday, something like that. They sent an email over to my driver leader. My driver leader was like, hey, do you know your your student called in and said they don't want to be on the truck? They want to go home. Da, 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 da. I was like, no, but I did already inform her that, you know, I'm going to take her back to Texas because I had already went and talked to a planner to get a load back to Texas to drop her back off. But so she wants to get off and she initiated it. She can get off right here where we are. And yes, I, I had already explained to my driver leader, I said, I will never run teams with this lady. I don't care how many miles, hours, because over here, they require a minimum of 200 hours behind the wheel. Yeah. I don't care how many hours you are behind this wheel sitting over here with me. Just that first week alone, I would never sign off on your paperwork. And I've, <laughs> I've, I've said this in front of her, so it was never like, yeah, you know, yeah. a behind your back situation. Yeah, I yeah. will never in my lifetime. Because at the end of the day, when they when she passes off my truck, I signed off on that. Yeah. Within like the first two to three months, if anything happens, they pull back to see who their trainer was. But even besides that, though, just just to be safe, you want to save her life and everybody oh, yeah. else's. Like, oh my, oh, oh, oh my goodness. So yeah, like, thank you for like you know putting her down. I'm glad <laughs> that needed to happen, you know, so <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. Appreciate that. you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I fired a few trainers, but yeah, you have to, you have to pull, you know, make the call on that. Definitely. Yeah, you did it for the culture. You did it for the culture. No, I did it for everybody, <laughs> man. You about to kill somebody. So, uh, appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say thank you, Shay, for coming up here. I pulled you up here just cause you know, you're another driver. So hearing it from another woman's perspective out there on the road on a daily basis. Plus you a trainer, you know, you're a mentor. So, you know, I just wanted the people to hear you. So I appreciate no problem, that. No problem. Thank you for pulling me up here. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, thank thanks thanks for sharing. And just uh, uh let everybody know we're you know we turn off hand raising at, at ten forty five. We have a lot of great women in logistics coming up, but we're we're gonna try to rapid fire just so we can get everybody in so we could be out at a reasonable time. So with that, Tracy, are you available to uh to to spit your story or? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't really have a story, guys. What so is it? What's going on? I, I don't really have a story. Um, I don't know. I fell into the industry by accident. I um, my husband is a contractor, but he's been talking about um CDL for a while. But he was acting like a little standoffish for going to school. So I decided to go to school with him just to be the supportive wife. And I end up falling in love with trucking. Um, my road test for my CDL is on Monday. I'm super nervous. Um, we did get our, um, our twit card. It came in the mail yesterday. Um, hazmat, you know, we can't do until after we pass the exam. 
Um, I'm currently dispatching. I'm a, I'm, I'm with the dispatch hub. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to drop by on that. Go, go ahead. Yeah, they work side and side with me. They help me a lot. Um, and I didn't even want to talk no more after Doctor and Desi. I was like, my little tiny story, but it's gonna be big like this one day. Nah, all, all um, story, our stories are important. Like it's it's important to see all the ways that people can get in, and especially like women play uh, like a pivotal part in logistics, and people don't even know it. And I think that's the most important thing about everybody coming up, sharing their story about how they got in and what's keeping them moving. Because there's going to be some hurdles, but the way y'all women get through them and keep it going, I think is a, a beautiful thing. And I just want to say, um, you know, invest in yourself. Like, just invest because knowledge is everything. One thing nobody can never take from you is your education and what you know. So I just say invest in yourself. You know, a lot, there's a lot of people out there that's willing to give it away from free, but don't oh, don't turn down people that are charging after you vet them, of course, because that is information that you're going to make 10 times fold, if not 100 times fold. And I agree with that. Thank you for that, Tracy. Let, let me say why, Henry. All journeys matter. <laughs> um, everybody had to start somewhere, and you, you're doing the dang thing. You know, you I'm impressed with you and your husband. I always talk about, you know, that family journey, man. Y'all doing it. And um, you'll get there. Just keep pressing away like you are, and you don't have nothing to be nervous about. Yeah, you got a tribe that's behind you. You got a whole tribe behind you. And and you and you don't play because you making it happen real quick. You 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 gathering up the education. You making it happen. You putting action steps towards everything. So yeah, kudos kudos you for doing that. You're definitely gonna be successful because you already are. Oh, thank y'all. Because sometimes I wake up and I have doubts. Like I've been dispatching this box truck for two days, and I I literally just got a load. That's why I wasn't ready and i got a load over the average price for a beginner because i say said the average price for a beginner is between 125 and 185 and i got him booked for 195 yep see making it happen and that included his dead head mouth just to put that out there yep see making it happen only trace can do that <laughs> but not only trace but anybody can do that but i, I like i like your hustle your hustle definitely is like is, is keeping things moving and it's dope that you're doing it with your husband and stuff too so no great job Thank you. I know time is limited. So toodles. I'm listening to everybody else now. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Grace, how you doing today? Are you with us? I'm here. How are you guys? And doing great this morning. How about yourself? I'm awesome. It is so great to hear everybody's story. Um, Sylvia, Desi, Tracy, Shay, Dr. Maureen. I mean, it's this has been awesome this morning. Yes. Yes. Now, I know you're in a different different part of the game that most people talked about. So can you explain, like, where you at, how you got in, your hurdles, and then what's keeping you in it? Yeah, um, absolutely. Sorry about that. I thought I – can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, great. So I ended up in logistics sort of by accident. I am from Atlanta. I went to Georgia Tech. I got an accounting degree, and I was an auditor for five years needed to get out of public, you know, public accounting. It was, you know, 70, 80 hours a week. And uh, what's funny is my cousin, my older cousin actually went to high school with Kevin Nolan, who is the founder and owner of Nolan Transportation Group, a freight brokerage. And I gone to my cousin, I said, hey, listen, I, I need a career change. And he said, well, Kevin, you know, Kevin just started a brokerage. It's doing really well. I think he could use your help. And my cousin was actually brokering freight for him. He had been in the military. He had been in the army. And when he would come home from deployment, Kevin would say, when you get out of the army, you're going to come work for me. 
And so Kevin um, was incredible. I went and interviewed with Kevin. I realized I wanted to get into logistics. I wanted to get into freight. And just as I got there, we started talking about factoring. And we realized a lot of owner operators and a lot of carriers were factoring, but they weren't happy with their factoring service. You know, 10 years ago, this was 10 years ago, carriers were not treated well, you know, um, you know, for, for the job that, that, you know, so many of you do that keeps this country running. I mean, it, it was, it was awful. You know, we would hear from the carriers, I'm working with a factor. I can't get anyone on the phone. I can't get paid. I'm not happy. We said, you know what, I think we can do this. And with my background in auditing and I, I love people, I love carriers. So we started, we started this. And in the beginning, I did, I invoiced in the morning and did collections in the afternoon and sold before I went home. Um, this is back in the day when everybody factored off of originals. You guys had trip packs or you were going into the truck stops and faxing, um, you know, before cam scanner and all that good stuff. And, you know, 10 years later, it's been an incredible ride. You know, we are um, a separate company than Nolan. Nolan was purchased um, about five years ago by a private equity company. So we are totally separate companies. We work with thousands of brokers. We work with dispatchers. We work with, you know, over the years we've added technology. Um, that's been really incredible. But my mission from the get-go was always, how do we make the carrier a more successful trucking company? And, you know, it's about picking up the phone. It's about making sure people feel like they can get paid when they need to get paid because they've got a blown tire or, um, you know, they've been sitting there and they need help getting detention, whatever it is, you know, we've worked hard for the carrier over the years. And, um, you know, being a woman, just I'll wrap it up here in the industry. You know, I was the second full-time woman hired at Nolan. I was the first female at OTR for a long time. Um, but I have loved it. You know, sometimes it's been hard, but, you know, working with everyone, it's been amazing over the years to see how many women are in this industry and how, how are, we're leading um, so many of the conversations around technology, around service, around adding additional products. And, you know, at OTR, I'm happy we are, we've been voted one of the top places for women to work. I love seeing women grow in their career. I love the idea that you can have a family and you can be a career woman and you can do it in freight because I think for the longest time, the thought process was this is a 24 seven, you know, job, which it is. Um, and that would be hard for a woman to handle. And I think we show that we can keep up and, and handle just as well as the men can. And uh, that's right. Yeah. So. Hey, Grace. I just got big. Sorry, but I did yeah. want to make sure I told you hello. Hi. Uh, <laughs> that was a great story, by the way. Make sure you tell Robert to check his email. Just kidding. <laughs> I will, Kelsey. I will. It's so good. Jory's here. It's so good to see so many of you. And uh, thanks for letting me be here today. Absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, you will be, if you haven't already, speaking on Jory's platform specifically about different things with factoring and technology. Am I correct? Yes. And I think Friday we're going to host, like, hold something factoring 101. So if anyone's got questions about that, we're going to do room then too. And, um, you know, you can reach out to me. I've got my information and my profile. But, you know, whether you're factoring with OTR or anyone, I'm always here to help um, answer any questions you have about factoring, um, fuel cards, and anything you need. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to help anybody. 
Love it. Thank you so much, Grace, for coming up and telling your story. We don't have that much time left, guys, for the people that are left on the stage. I definitely want all women to um, get out what they need to get out. Um, we have about... 18 minutes left it looks like so let's try to go through this just a little bit but definitely oh go tell us a little bit about how you got in a couple challenges that you faced and any advice that you have for other women hey good morning everybody good morning good morning, good morning. thanks thanks for having us um nice to be on stage with you guys again um so i'm gonna be like be brief and be gone <laughs> um my for those of you guys that don't know me i own a fleet with my husband over here on the east coast um washington dc area um i've also got a consulting and dispatch company and what got me in transportation funny enough was my neighbor he owns um i think over 200 um trash trucks and we were like whoa i've never seen anybody own trucks before and you know he's African-American, um, I've got degrees. So to learn that he has no degrees um, was surprising to me. He's doing so well and flourishing. I was like, whoa, there, there's something there and it's intriguing me. And I'm the type of person when it interests me, I'm going to dive deep into it. So started getting interested, started studying, started looking at you know various aspects of transportation, um, finally convinced my husband, let's buy some trucks. Took a little bit, <laughs> but I convinced him. And we bought some trucks. Um, and just a piece of advice for the women in the room. Don't be afraid to nudge your partners. There is power in our ideas. There is power in us stepping up and saying, hey, let's do something different. Let's start building a legacy. Um, I know a lot of people, they try not to overshadow their partners. But when you have an idea and you really feel like, you know, not to get all Christian-y with everybody, but when you really feel like God is leading you down a road, speak up, speak up, be confident, speak up. Um, you never know that one little idea or that one little suggestion could be the pathway that elevates your family. So please don't, don't sit behind the scenes and not do anything, speak out on, on your dreams. Um, but yeah, so as far as like my experience so far in the transportation industry, I come from a corporate background, so I'm kind of used to being the only African-American woman in the room um, most of the time. And I've, I've come to own it and I've come to love being the only. Um, it has its pressures. But getting into transportation, I was glad to see that there is a lot of uh, African-Americans as well as women coming into the industry. But I did still get a sense that not everyone is as welcoming, um, especially on the dispatching end. I noticed one day when I was dispatching my truck that me and my husband, we tend to tag team sometimes, you know, to try to get better rates. And I, my husband had called a broker and he was offering a specific rate and it was piss poor, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. And I was like, you know what, let me call. Let me use my sweet, energetic voice and let me try to convince him to give us a higher rate on this. I called um, and he didn't know, you know, my husband had called previously. So I already knew what he offered my husband. But the mere fact that I was a woman and I came off a little bit softer, his going rate for that load was dropped significantly. I do that all the time. Significantly more than what he had uh, offered my husband. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was like, whoa. And he wouldn't even budge. He wouldn't even get it back to the rate that he offered my husband. So I was like, wait, is it because I'm a woman that all of a sudden you want to strong arm this rate? 
when my husband called 30 minutes before and got something completely different. And that's not the only time that has happened. So I'm like, okay, there's definitely an air of, I don't, I don't know what to call it. Is it intimidation? Is it resistance? Like not liking the presence of women on the phone or calling for these loads. And so it hurt me at first. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this with pride. I'm going to take this as, you know what, this is my lane. And the people who are intimidated by a strong womanly presence or strong womanly voice on the phone, like I'm going back and forth negotiating with you and I'm not just sitting back and taking whatever you have to offer. I took it as, you know, a confidence thing and I flipped it and I'm bringing the story up because I'm noticing a trend with bashing dispatchers, especially women. Um, and it's derailing us and making a lot of us give up on what we sought out to do in this industry. And I don't want anybody to fall into those traps. I don't want anybody to be derailed or to give up because of some of the negativity. And honestly, that's part of why I made a pivot in my consulting business to start to help build the confidence of dispatchers by showing them that you've got skills, you've got expertise, you've got things that you can bring to this industry and you better um, hold your shoulders up high because we need you. Um, And I've seen many, many women that I'm working with, it boosts their confidence when they get on the phones and um, negotiate these rates, they feel better. When they start to talk to potential clients on the phone, they're not as intimidated. They don't feel as shy. Um, and that, that extra boost of confidence is so important. And so if there's anything I can leave on the table today is let us, the women in the room, definitely boost each other up because we need it. It can get tough sometimes and it can be very daunting and emotionally exhausting to continue to face some of the negativity that we face. But as a community, we're going to uplift each other and we're going to win. And that's all I have. Man, that, that was a crazy story. And I think sometimes with them, um, when you're calling people when you're a woman, I think it's an ego thing for them. Like they want to feel like they lost to a woman when they do negotiations, but that is what it is. All right. So, uh, Jennifer, what you got for us today? Be brief, be brilliant, and be gone. I'm just playing, Jen. <laughs> Look, wait a minute. See, I was coming to tell you something real nice on this platform. Oh. I'm going to be gone for real. Stop, <laughs> no, you know. good, stay, stay, stay. No, good morning, good morning. I'm going to make it real short and sweet because Brie asked me to come up. I was going to sit in the audience and mind my business today um, because I got a lot of work on the table. But um, I just want to say thank you to my counterparts that are on the stage each and every day that give us a lot. Um, that give us confidence to continue doing what we do. Um, from Kelsey to Bree to Keisha, we talk all day, every day. Um, Desi too. Um, but I just want to say that um, coming into this industry, I literally um, a year ago probably didn't think I would be where I am today. Um, this industry is moving so fast for me. Um, I'm doing things that I did not expect to do as quickly as I'm doing them. Um, so I will say that just be prepared, be organized, um, and trust the process. That's the biggest thing I can tell you is trust the process because I prayed on my business before I launched my business. And now my business is doing things that I never expected them to do in less than I say 90 days. So not only is my business making money, but I also am, um, tapping into other adventures into the industry that are excelling as well as of course, as being part of the dispatch hub, I am one of the instructors. Um, so I love doing that. 
Um, so just keep the faith and keep doing what you're doing because we as women, we are doing the damn thing in this industry. Absolutely. Mm. Heard yeah. that. <laughs> I heard that. Love, Jin Jin. Thank you, girl. You keep up the good work because your business, just like you said, is definitely growing beyond, I know, beyond what you could have imagined. You talk about, I'm only going to dispatch a certain amount of trucks. No, baby. We're going to dispatch them all. <laughs> <laughs> I would like keep that. that in mind that I do that with a full-time job, y'all. So no Thanks. excuses about what you can't do. No. Tell them. You better put 150% on top of what you give to whatever that regular job that you have, that nine to five. Because yeah. guess what? Come May, nine to five is over. You hear me? <laughs> Don't play with her. Had to put she the bomb on it. Had to put the bomb on it. Don't play Don't with her. She is not one of them. <laughs> Thank love you, you so much, Jen. Love you so much. Love y'all more. Hey, Deanna, my my mentor that don't know she's my mentor, but maybe she does. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. No, I did not. Um, I hope everybody is well. Um, I like Doctor's story, actually, because it's kind of similar to mine and relatable to what Shaq was talking about yesterday, because I came into the industry through IT being um, I had 15 years. I have 15, about 20, about 20 years, actually, in the IT industry. And I came in just to asking one simple question. What do you want to do with these tablets? And then I started my sweet spot in hours of service. So just asking questions, being around people that can really mentor you, hone into you, um, being under empowerment leadership that could help you just expand your mind, expand your brand, expand who you are as a person. Um, you can really go far in this place, in this industry. I love it. Been here six years going on seven and I'm really grateful for this platform for clubhouse as a whole, because I did not know that uh, this industry was so huge. I did not know that there were so many people in this industry, which has allowed my network to grow. And I'm grateful to even be connected to the young ladies and the gentlemen that I'm connected to, because we all come together as one as collective um, industry as a collective um, in order to make, everybody greater so thank you absolutely thank you so much deanna always coming up showing love i love it i love it and that was a great room that y'all had last night as well um, hey i love sharing the stage with you it gives me empowerment i just want we to need, listen stuff. we need to we need to make how to do something on a truck and breakfast club one day to yeah. talk to them but you know some stuff we charge for so we can't <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true but you know the, the beautiful thing is we have we have mutual respect Exactly. Uh, between platforms you know what yep. i mean like we exactly. do logistics lounge you guys do breakfast club so yeah make sure get everybody fed. go follow the um logistic lounge house, house as well if you go to deanna's profile and scroll to the bottom it's down there they're on mostly at night um and i think they do a noon maybe on wednesdays if, or tuesdays if i'm not mistaken so make sure y'all go check that out too you can never have too much education even if it's through clubhouse um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But the beautiful part is, and I was thinking about this earlier today, that the people get fed all day long. So they yeah. get breakfast with y'all, lunch and dinner with us. So we're good yeah. to go. Hopefully they're using all the information. Though. That's what we pray for, which we've had some people come back and tell testimonies and stuff like that, you know, so that's really good. But thank you so much, Deanna. I know we about to run over, but you know what? It's OK. Let's keep going. Hey, Arkea, Let's go. how are you? <laughs> Good morning. How are you guys? Um, Good. So Tell us a little bit about your story. I started out doing security and I was a waymaster. A waymaster is a person that waste trucks in and out of facilities. 
get the BLBs, make sure their weights are correct, make sure they're not overweight, and all of these things. Um, I started this out like I was 19, 20. I worked in refineries for about six years. So I went up for a logistics job. I interviewed for this job three times with another company. My name is Arkea. That's the one strike. The second strike was I'm a young black female. I literally interviewed, never got hired, but the company, the people who worked for the company, I literally was called once a week to fix a truck for them until I stopped doing it, which caused me some problems because I knew the work, but I just refused to help people because I couldn't move up or move further into the logistics field. I went, I worked for three different places doing trucks, weighing trucks, doing manifest everything. That's how I met my husband. And finally, I moved to Texas and decided to go to school, but I ended up moving back to South Louisiana, which is not a great place for women to try and move up in logistics period. So it's been trial and error for me, but now we're moving on into our own lane and we want to do trucking for ourselves. But it's hard. This field is hard for women, mm -hmm. especially in the South. Absolutely. You can have Absolutely. as much education, you can have as much experience, you can have everything. It's just hard. But we keep it on and we got to keep trying and pushing more women to break down the barriers. Absolutely. I love it. And band together too, right? Like you talking about, you got experience working on trucks and stuff like that. A lot of people don't got that. A lot of women, especially, um, they don't have that. So that's something that you definitely bring to the table. And then with the weighing and stuff like that, that means you know how to move them tandems and everything, which, you know, like I said, a lot of women don't know how to do that type of stuff. Yeah, it was, it's, it's a learning experience, but you have to, you just got to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm good at learning on my feet. And so that's why I always moved up in every job that I've had. But I do want to do the, the logistics as a whole lifestyle because it's what I know. It's what I'm good at. Yep. I feel like if you and CJ just keep right on doing what you're doing, what you're doing and learning and, you know, getting your um, dually and stuff like that, y'all are going to do great things. Just, just keep on doing what us women doing just keep going <laughs> we don't have a have a reason you know we don't have any excuses so definitely just just keep going and again like i always thank y'all this platform is really great for empowering all of us but especially the women I love it. Thank you so much for always coming back and listening and giving us good feedback, coming up and, you know, communicating with us, letting us know where you guys are in the process. I don't want you to feel like I'm cutting you short, but, you know, the women okay. represented today, on, the women <laughs> represented today <laughs> for sure. So thank you so much for coming up and telling a little bit about your story. Coach Juana, give us some advice as women in this industry. Oh, my First, good morning, everybody. Kelsey, Bree, Henry, Lakeisha, Delana. Uh, I just had to be here with you all this morning. Good morning, everyone in the room. Good morning. Some advice. Here's some advice. Be prepared, be proud, and stay persistent. 
prepared, proud, and persistent. A That's lot good. of gems are dropped all the time, and we got to take what we learn and we got to go out there and do it. But stay proud. Um, I know Shaq shared last night in the logis- in logistics lounge in our the trucking talk. Um, I know you all could relate. We all, as women, get disrespected. We're put down sometimes. We deal with different things. But be proud of who you are. Believe in who you are. And keep moving forward. Keep your head up. Don't put it down. And keep doing what you're doing. Because we are creating generational wealth for our families and for our children. We are creating economic development in our communities. We're giving back in so many ways. Women in trucking, look, my background, I came to trucking through HR. I have 30 years of experience in human resources and staffing for drivers and working with transportation companies over the years is how I got here. And I'm just so excited to be on Clubhouse, to be a part of this network collaborating and connecting and educating and sharing with women in particular that certifications is another way to expand your resources and to help your business to grow. I mean, do you girl, know? Girl, that is the way, girl. That's the I way. Mean, it, it's the way to grow. I mean, there is more pie on the table out here. So expand your resources. You are able to take a piece of this pie in a big way by winning government contracts, by winning corporate contracts. Do you know that each year the federal government awards a minimum of 5% of all, that's A-L-L, all contracting budgets to women-owned small businesses? If you're certified as a woman-owned small business, or economic disadvantaged woman-owned small business, a hub zone, please, please, please learn about these certifications. Expand your resources. Don't be afraid. Knowledge is power. Uh, uh, Kosh said last night, knowledge is everything. It's everything, especially for women especially for women to, to level out that playing field. So I know we're, we're short on time here, but I just want to come up and share love, say good morning and show support uh, for you all. I love what you're doing and how you're giving back and women in trucking. This is one of my favorite, favorite topics because when, as women, we got to band together, encourage one another, help each other. And I appreciate the men in the room that hold us up and lift us up as Queens and help us to do what we do. God that's bless. right. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, all them people that's been hitting me up to get your certifications done, to get your business in order that don't want to do it, or if you just want advice on how to do it, make sure y'all reach out to Coach. That is what she does, okay? Reach out to Coach. She can help you get your certs together if you don't know if you're lost, anything like that. Reach out to her. Henry, what did you have, sir? I about to say, she brought up a great point. You know, for the, for the fellas, I want to support the women. When you see somebody bash because they'll, they'll do this stuff behind the scenes not in front of somebody you need to correct people from where they at you know if you hear somebody down and a woman they're trying to push them to the side for a position just because they're a woman so make sure you're taking up for the women when you see stuff or hear stuff like that when you when you right there as it happens correct people as okay. it happens so. okay then henry <laughs> take up for us <laughs> yeah i don't, I don't like we... that don't, don't be told behind nobody's back like say say it right there handle it right okay, there. Like, okay okay uh, don't get too hyped up now <laughs> hey, I just wanted to tell you too, Coach. I got my book, girl. Get, y'all better get that get certified book too. Thank. 
Oh, yes. Coach, you got a book? It's a role. Yes. It's a guide. I'm telling yes. you, I drop it all in that book. So you got to put that book. Go to my link tree and get it. Man, I most definitely. It. I got mine to go. the day before yesterday. I love it. Everybody go go to Coach Linktree if you need any help with certifications. Hey, Pamela, how you doing? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you for asking. I um, have heard everyone talking about the big trucks. I'm interested in hot shotting. Is anybody in the group um, in that field? That would be Lakeisha, and it looked like she dropped off. I know she's on the road right now, actually coming to my house. So if you send me a DM, I can get you in contact with her, and we'll set up a call with you after after Clubhouse. She can answer. And um, we spoke about hot shots. So was that yesterday? Was that yesterday we spoke about hot shots? No, uh, day before yesterday. If you go to Apple or shop, uh, I keep wanting to say Shopify, Spotify, um, you can look for our podcast. Just look up Truck and Breakfast Club, and it says Hot Shot or Hot Not. We spoke all on hot shots for two hours, so you can look that up as well. But hit me in a DM, girl. Thank you so much. Woo, today has been a day. <laughs> a great day. I, had to, um, I actually feel bad. I had to step out for a little bit. I had another meeting. But, but you I, know what? You can listen to it again on... Tell them, Henry. You can listen Tell to it again them. using your Apple Podcasts or even on Spotify. So make sure you go on there, search for Truck and Breakfast Club. Please give us some rating reviews on the Apple side and I'll help you know people discover us more. Absolutely, because we want everybody to be able to listen, not just black people, not just white people, not just women, not just men. We want everybody to be able to listen. Um, thank you, every, every, everybody for coming in today. I don't know if any of the moderators want to leave any remarks. Uh, if you do, go ahead and hop in because we're getting ready to close out. Let me just say this. I mean, I... I'm, I'm, I was thinking small today. I didn't know how amazing. I underestimated how amazing today's topic we're going to be. And man, I mean, Desi been texting, laughing. I mean, I met some amazing people. I laughed at her just for having my name. And I didn't know she was that amazing. Saranda, everybody that touched the stage had a sto- amazing story. Not an ordinary story. It was amazing. I mean, us brothers out here, you know, have challenges as well, man. But I just applaud you all for the determination, the expertise, and the you know, the 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 whole execution that you've done and keep doing from day to day. So kudos to you all. I applaud you all again. Some of the sisters doing stuff that we are not even doing. Men are not even doing in the industry. So that's just so impressive. I, I encourage it. I support and I protect. So you know, if you ever need me and my crew to pull up, we'll roll. Six deep breakfast crew, <laughs> breakfast trucking crew style. That's how we roll. But um, yeah, um, amazing day, amazing topic, amazing people. Absolutely, thank you so much for that, Desi. Bree, Henry, Delana, do you all want to leave anything? Yeah, I just want to say it's a great day. Love the women and trucking. You know, what I'm saying here in all different aspects, all different walks of life. For um, you know, how people got started in the truck industry. Um, I want to say thank you to. Uh, Jennifer, Shay, Courtney, Desi, uh, Christy, so many more for everybody coming on stage. Um, I think y'all don't understand. We really value y'all when y'all do come on stage. We love to hear from y'all. And we know we're going to continue rocking. I hope y'all have a great day. And let's tap in tomorrow. Oh my God, Bri, you better be stepping out here, girl. You know, I'm come a big on. stepper. Come on, <laughs> big stepper. stepper. 
I love it. Henry, what about you? Man, I'm not I'm not even gonna repeat what Bree said, but I agree with everything Bree said. And I'm not even gonna try to st- shout everybody out. But every I love the way everybody had their own angle of getting in and they had their, their reasons for staying in. And there's a lot of res- uh, you know, you have a lot of resilience when you come across these hurdles and y'all just blow past them. So yeah, appreciate that. And for all the fellas, make sure you're protecting all the queens. You know, you hear hear something or you see somebody doing something shady, correct them. You know, don't let none of that happen no more. We ain't trying to have none of that. And that'll be it. I know that's right. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm about to get out of here. I love y'all. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Um, Debbie, what you about to say? Just amazing women on stage with me. Shout out to Coach, man, Jen. I'm amazing people, man. We got to keep pushing this thing, man. We got to keep pushing. Motivation, Absolutely. motivation, motivation. Absolutely. Don't forget, if you have any topic suggestions, any feedback you want to give, constructive criticism, if you're at work and you can't listen, make sure you go listen on the podcast. But if you have any um, suggestions or anything, definitely um, hit me in a job form on IG. Also, if you have any drivers that want to apply that are looking for positions that you may not know where to place them at, tell them they can fill out a job application on my Instagram as well. I got plenty of carriers that's looking for plenty of drivers. If it's if they fail in, we'll look and hear their background and work it out, just like what we talked about yesterday. Um, and yeah, man, thanks for coming in. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.